Well, hello there. This week we had new episodes of Brunch with Tiffany. Yes. And then for RuPaul's Drag Race Vegas review, we'll get Miss Vanjie on the phone and see if she will kiss and tell. Right. We already know Cameron has soft lips. All right. Mm Beach 100, the podcast is going down now, everybody. Hello, hi, and welcome to VH100, the official podcast for all things VH1 and more. I always yeah. say this. Please subscribe and comment if they're nice comments. Let's get it. My name is Easy Manoli. That's right, and I'm Lejeune, and I'm excited about yet another amazing episode of VH100, the podcast. And don't worry about Easy. It's okay if you don't have nice comments because somebody <laughs> had a little comment about how they didn't like our VH ASMR, and I feel like we haven't done it ever since. But anyway, if you guys want to use that hashtag, make sure, I mean, if you guys want to get in on the conversation, make sure you're using that hashtag, VH100podcast, and talk that talk with us. Yes. Good or bad or indifferent. We don't care. I want to hear what you have to say. Exactly. And there's a lot to say. There is so much to say. There is so much to say. And I know typically Lejeune and I start off with like, oh my God, how's your life? And etc but right. it's kind of hard not to talk about uh the, the bigger things all that are of going our on lives our, yeah. our lives collectively, collectively what's happening in the world keyword collectively because there's no division okay everybody right. so first of course we have to honor justice ruth bader ginsburg who passed away on september 18th at the age of 87 oh my goodness as we know she was extremely beloved by all this was a very big loss and in case, you know, some, some folks weren't aware of who she was, but they, they got educated. And she, you right. know, we know that she fought for overall equal rights based on race, gender, sexual orientation, etc. So with her passing, it's extremely important to make sure whoever takes her spot has those same views of equality. Oh, my goodness. Nothing, nothing oh out of the ordinary goodness. here. Everybody just wants to be treated equally. Everyone and just wants to be treated equally, and everyone just has to get out and vote. All of this, and register all. all of this. And the thing that is a little jarring, but again, you know, we're all, everyone's getting educated, is some folks don't realize that when a president does appoint someone in the Supreme Court, they are essentially there for life. Life. Like, it doesn't matter if the president leaves and chucks the deuces, if, yes. if our boy puts somebody in there. Not our boy. They're going to be, yeah. right. <laughs> if the boy, the boy. <laughs> if the man, I guess the guy, I don't know, 45, yes, put somebody in there, he's going to be there he or for she life. will be there for life. He or she, right. Unless so we they have decide to... to step away themselves, uh, which rarely happens from what I understand, or unless they unfortunately pass away like what happened with Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Ah, uh, so, so, so unfortunate, but love and light to... Um, all of her family and to all of uh you know the admirers because she was so beloved that you know she left behind and you know we honor your legacy and we thank you for all that you have done and we hope that someone can step into position that can at least almost a little bit Mm -hmm. get fill those shoes because it will be those are big shoes to fill and i'm sure she would want everybody to make sure that your voice is heard because like the pledge of allegiance says liberty and justice for all and ba-bam. And, like, for instance, so down in Florida, I didn't know about this, but anyone who is formerly incarcerated cannot vote unless they pay off of their fees and fines mm. that are imposed. 
Now, is this just for like a felony or any sort of incarceration? From what I understand, it's like formally incarcerated and if they have fees and fines that they have to pay. Wow. Yeah. Right. So and, you know, you're hearing that this is kind of designed to suppress the vote. But, you know, a lot of these fees are ranking in the thousands upon thousands of dollars. And, you know, when you're when you're first getting out, like you're not a lot of folks from, you know, you're not rolling in the dough to be able to pay off these fines. So thankfully, Mike Bloomberg did raise about 16 million dollars to help with these fees. Comedy Central, MTV, and VH1 made a $250,000 donation as well to the Florida Rights Restoration Coalition, which is an organization at the forefront of this issue to help restore voting rights. So we're all trying to spread the word about this because these folks are unable to vote because of these fines and these fees. So, yes, that is amazing. And I just we we this is such an amazing initiative. And I really also want to encourage people, if you've ever been incarcerated in any state, make sure that you're doing your research and you know your rights, because Mm -hmm. I feel as if there are some misconceptions about criminal records and voting that people have across the board. So this is the time, folks. Get the information that you need. It's very important because we have to do this together. Like, we have to work together. Yes, absolutely. So, in the spirit of working together to help out some of these folks in Florida, if you go to wegotthevote.org slash VH1, you can help make a donation. And while we are on the topic of voting and, you know, the social injustice that is occurring, it's been an anticipated week to hear about the grand jury verdict on the murder of Breonna Taylor. Not exactly what we thought how it was going to go. So one of three officers, Brett Hankinson, was indicted on three counts of wanton endangerment, but not actually charged for her death, but for shooting bullets into a neighbor's window. Uh, The other two officers have not faced any charges. Former officer Brett Hankinson was granted a $15,000 cash bond which is not that, you know, steep. And again, he wasn't charged with her murder. So a lot to process this week. And I know we just keep saying it. It's just like super, super important to because I'm not a very political person myself. You know what I mean? Right. But when shit like this is going on, it's like, okay, we got to get out there and and get your shit going. We have to use our voices. Yeah. Yeah, cause it's, a lot, it's extremely frustrating, yeah, easy. Because that mentality of like, oh, well, they're going to do what they're going to do. Like, yes, they are going to do what they are going to do if you don't if we don't do anything, if we don't come together and make our voices heard. So a lot to process. But also, you know, there was some type of good news. Right. Lejeune this week we had this past week and we had the Emmys. Right, right, we had right. Some so historical some, moments some, that some happen historical here. Historical moments, but yeah. Speak. Let me. Let's just get into a little pop culture recap, maybe because yes, you know, I happen to you know recap a lot of the things that were going on, and you know, maybe you know, since life is so heavy, I thought maybe we keep it cute with you guys and highlight some some positive things that have been going on. So it's been a minute since Lejeune has thrown a free cap. At us, because we know Love and Hip Hop currently isn't on the air because of COVID, etc. So we decided, you know what? This recap doesn't have to be about Love and Hip Hop. It could be about what's going on in the culture. Right. All right, Lejeune. Culture. All right, y'all ready? Hit me hit with me. the end. Oh my god, uh, I haven't done this in a while either. I know. <laughs> All right, hit me with the end. Three, two, uh, one. Uh, 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 uh. 
Power to the people, more Emmys than ever. Nobody young as Zendaya one ever. 20 seasons later, can't keep up no more. Wonder what the Kardashians gonna have in store. Now Joe Button's cut is just not enough. But no worries, Spotify, you still got us! Hey! We do stream on Spotify, too. <laughs> there we go. Thank you for that, Lejum. You did yes. need a little bit of a lighthearted moment, so thank you for that. Right, right. Because honestly, no, that's serious, Emmanuel. With everything that's happening in the world, sometimes I can be filled with a little bit of anxiety. I do mm -hmm. have a great meditation that I listen to that oh. sort of reels me in. But just now, the free cap helped a lot. Did it? Okay. For me. Well, then there you go. So let's... Uh, thank you. For, for a moment, let's take the burden off of our shoulders. And Just let's, for a brief moment. Yeah, for a brief, for a very brief moment. <laughs> <laughs> let's get out of reality for a second and uh, right. let's chat about brunch with Tiffany. We always that's a nice, nice way to escape reality. Oh wait, you don't have any questions about anything I talked about? You know, Emmys. You know, more people of color winning than ever. Zendaya, well, yeah, the youngest to win ever. After yes, 20 seasons yeah, in 2021, the Kardashians will no longer be on air. That is like crazy. Mm -hmm. I and then know. Joe, Joe Button's Spotify um, podcast is coming to an end because he wants full ownership. And he's been sort of like giving little rants leading up to or maybe not rants, but sort of like uh, positioning his next move leading up to this happening. But mm. he's like officially like done with Spotify. <laughs> I love how and he like, apparently officially done. Right. And apparently he had like, cause I still am unsure about how he's going to get his podcast to the people, but apparently he has his own network that he's starting up. So it was just like so many things. Well, that's what happens too, because I mean, we, we, I'm assuming you saw Kanye on Twitter talking about yeah. like record deals and et cetera. And not saying like, that's the same exact thing that Spotify did with Joe, but maybe there's something there. Cause you know, when you're a big streaming service, I'm sure there's something, some type of stipulations that are happening in a contract that's like, we own this, that, and the other thing. So maybe that's why it's happening. And if the man is creating his own kind of avenue, yeah, there you he's go. Yeah, creating his own lane. Yeah, it, it is what it is. And so I think that, like, uh, in the spirit of social ju justice, people are just looking at all the ways that maybe we can have more ownership. People of color can have more ownership of themselves mm -hmm. and what they're bringing to the table so that there are less opportunities to be taken advantage of yep. so that you can sort of like, uh, you know, be responsible for your successes and your failures and not have to look at what someone else did or did not give you. So it's Especially like, uh, when they make money off of you, too. It's Right, exactly. So, you know, we saw that happen. We see that happening with Kanye. We see it happening with Joe Budden. We see him calling out other people for not doing it. Yep. But you, so we all have to take our own paths, and you never know what somebody has going on in their journey. So I say, hey, let's all just push forward and keep it cute. <laughs> and good luck to you, whatever you got going on. Joey, we love you over here at VH1. <laughs> <laughs> he knows, he knows. There's a lot of love for Joe Budden over here at VH1. <laughs> but thank you for, you know, putting it out there and making it crystal clear, Lejeune. Right. <laughs> Speaking for all of us. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> for every single person at VH1. <laughs> I love it. All right, so let's get into Brunch with Tiffany. Nice little fun show that we got going on. We start off with our extrovert slash introvert Trixie Mattel, which yes. from the jump, Tiffany has a fish bone to pick with Trixie. <laughs> yes. I love this. She was like, I, I got to talk to you. So, right. She said, I got a bone to pick. I'm not talking about a wish bone. Yes. I'm talking about a fish bone. I said, okay, <laughs> bone. 
very specific. So <laughs> Trixie made a comment that her drag sister, Shangela, who I'm also a big fan of, was yes. the Tiffany Pollard of Drag Race. So we need some clarity. Are we right. Tiffany's like, are we talking horniness? Are we talking messiness? But there is no shade because often, you know, our drag queens can be shady, which is fine. It's a compliment on how they both can make anything entertaining. So it's yes, all star power, baby. Right. They're larger than life personas. Exactly. I mean, even Tiffany just, was like, OK, it sounds good, but I don't know, but I'll take it. Give me more. <laughs> she sure did. <laughs> And then meanwhile, Trixie saw on Tiffany's Twitter that she started drinking herbal refreshments, which got Trixie thinking about transitioning into smoking instead of drinking. since it doesn't hit the body as hard, which is right. True. I don't know if Tiffany was drinking the herbal refreshments. I think she was drinking less and taking more herbal refreshments. In. Oh, the clarity. And so Trixie is like, put me on like because I need to do this, too. Like, I know. <laughs> and, and clearly isn't very familiar with the world because she asked Tiffany to be her weed mom. Yeah. She, she was like, like the drag world. The, um, there's a drag. You know, I mean, yeah. Drag right. Mother. So she's just yes, like, mother. I need you to be my weed mom. And the only experience Tricky, tr oh, Trixie had was smoking some backwoods grain with, you know, Latrice Royale that apparently got Trixie pretty horny. And, yeah. you know, of course, gotta love Dr. Pollard, though. Whenever she comes out with the gem, she's like, well, if you have hoe in your DNA. Right. That, even the happened. slightest amount, like the yeah. slightest percentage of hoe in the blood can apparently. <laughs> Make that happen. So, I mean, I don't know. I never consider myself a hoe, but I guess that used to happen to me. Really? When I was younger. Yeah, when I was younger, for sure. Like, I, like. So, you would smoke, like, regular smoke or, like, a Regular. Bomb? Okay. No, like, a regular uh, little joint, yeah. little blunt or whatever. Whatever we want to call and it nowadays. my vagina would get hot. Like, temperature hot or? I would, I, in my mind, I, you know, because then, you know, I was young. I was hot. <laughs> So I don't know what exactly was going on, but I would feel like I was. And so my the thing about it was that by the time like I wasn't really at the time, I wasn't like dating. I can remember this so vividly. I oh, wasn't wow. really like she has dating her eyes anyone. closed. We're on a zoom and her yeah, eyes are closed. I wasn't folks. really like <laughs> dating anyone and I didn't like have anything popping going on. And I was kind of young, but I do remember saying, oh, my gosh, if I could have this marijuana Whoa. A penis and an apple pie from McDonald's at oh the same God. time. <laughs> there would be nothing, nothing better in the world. But now I'm not really into the apple pies from McDonald's. It, it, no, just, okay. it just all, it never happened. I never fulfilled that dream. But yes, you like never got horny. At that moment. You okay. didn't get like, you didn't get horny ever, like getting high. I don't think so. But I mean, the thing is, so, you know, I'm on a couple gay dating apps and I always see like 420 and hookup and I'm like, what? And, or they have like the little leaf emoji and it is, a, apparently it is a thing, but I mean, you know me, I fuck with edibles more right. than I do with the smoking. Cause when I do the smoking, I cough a lot and I'm just like, Ugh. right, right, right. It, it's and it's also not good, good for the lungs, all that. Well, boom, that part too. So, but I mean, if you eat too many edibles, uh, you could throw up, which has happened to me twice, mm. it's completely pale and vomited. Like the exorcist chick wasn't cute. I felt skinny. Not that I'm, you know, condoning that, but right. <laughs> like, I was right. like, okay. Right. Right. Yeah, I have heard that. But that is so interesting. So, yes, I have not yet experienced that. But uh, I guess, you know, when Trixie smoked that backwoods grass, 
she did get horny because she did meet up with a guy off of an app who had a blue beard. And the next day yeah. when she woke up, there was a lot of blue in her butt area. Right. And I just but love- Trixie had a lot more going on. She was talking about green. She said that when she blew out the smoke, it formed the shape of a skull. Well, and yeah. it, like, <laughs> Maybe she Trixie, thought it formed the shape of a skull. I think that that was just like, oh, I don't really smoke weed like that. And I'm super high. I think that's what happened to you, Trixie. And if you smoke <laughs> again, the same thing might happen until you smoke a little bit more. So, there we go. And this is why I be love- careful with those blue beards. <laughs> this is why I adore the show, because this is the kind of conversations that come up in brunch when, you know, I go out with my friends. So this is right. Perfect. I'm like, I'm right. all about this. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Right. So then after Trixie, we did link up with another one of our favorite drag queens from Drag Race, Miss Nina yes. Bonina Brown. And this yes. one got a little deep, as brunches do sometimes. So we're discussing. Ooh, do you about- know? Wait, before you get into that, yeah. do, can you say Nina's full name? Can I say what? Nina's full name. Do you know it? <gasps> no. Wait, hit me with it. I know oh, you do. You, oh, my goodness. I have the nerve to ask you the question, and I can't do it either. I, oh, I, have a I, was, few I thought you were setting yourself up. I thought you were no, literally teeing I wasn't. yourself up. I, w- I should have had it because I do like to do it, but I don't have it all fully memorized. I was like, Nina Bonina, Osama Belana Brown. <laughs> and okay. there you go. So, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this brunch got a little deep, as some brunches do, because, you know, sometimes we got to keep it real. And yeah. we're talking about avoiding negative feedback from fans because they're just trying to get a rise and a comment out of you. All right. They're trying right. to get some traction. And I was really sad to hear this, but apparently it, this does get to Nina because these feedback fans kind of ruined her drag race experience, which I had. No idea about, and I know some of our drag queens, like from for, former queens from former seasons, do look at right. the comments and really do take it to heart. And this affected her so much that she's on the fence about doing All Stars if she was approached to do it. I was like, "What?" But listen, I know. Once she's mentally ready for it and it can ignore the bullshit, it is game on, bitches. Because listen, she does paint a mean mug. The artistry that she can bust out, I'm very impressed by. Yeah, the artistry is unreal. I mean, the look for the show was like, how do you wake up and decide, yes, this is what I'm going to do in the morning? Like, yeah. period. It's insane. And it's very unfortunate that the fans have discouraged her in that way. But I have to say, it's so amazing and huge and big of yourself to know where you are mm-hmm. and to choose health and happiness over clout and, yeah, and you know, getting on TV and, and getting, getting on TV because and... so many people would push that to the back of their mind and they're like, whatever, I don't have to read the comments and then find themselves going down a dark hole. Whereas Nina is so mature that how can you say consider an opportunity like RuPaul's Drag Race? Like maybe if I'm if I'm up yeah. to it, if I'm feeling good enough. So I just love it and think it's so huge and big and, you know, thoughtful of you to put yourself first. Yeah, of course. And, you know, she did open up about suffering from depression as well. And even when she posted about that, you would think like everybody would just show this outpouring love of support. But there were still some feedback fans who came for her because they considered it negative. But she didn't focus on the trolls. And for the folks that appreciated her story, she's just happy to shine some light on it for them. Because a lot of people at home forget that, like, just because someone's famous doesn't mean they're just like, this untouchable robot with no emotions like they are human that is 100 percent. and i learned a very valuable lesson because i want for me 
No, I'm kidding. Not from you, <laughs> but I once made a comment about an interview that I had seen online. I'm not going to say Ooh. who I made the comment to. Were you a troll? But I made a comment. <gasps> I made a comment. Legit. And the person yeah. responded to me. And I. And it was a we celebrity? Went, it was a celebrity. <laughs> we went back and forth a couple times. When was this? I yesterday? Later, no, it was oh, okay. years ago. Oh, when you and were smoking later, weed with your hot vagina? <laughs> right. <laughs> I later read this person's book, and they talked about... You? Not me. You better stop but it. But just oh, okay. how... They, they talked about the anxiety that they already have, period, and mm-hmm. how they're affected by comments and people. And sometimes when you see someone that is so successful and doing such amazing things, you don't take into consideration how they can be affected by your opinion. Now, I yeah. didn't say anything about the person. I wasn't like, oh, you're trash. You're just, oh, okay. you're that and the other. Yeah, let's get some I clarity a, here, I girl. had a strong opinion about <laughs> what a guest strong. on their show said mm. and the opposition that they received from the show for their comments. Mm. And so I just made a comment about that. Okay. And... It bit me. It, it bit, bit me in the, in the ass, ass when I read the book, and I was like, "You're a dick. This person has feelings <laughs> just like you. How do you feel when people talk shit?" And it just really like put me in perspective. And mm. I hope that like everyone just takes that into consideration that you don't have to find yourself learning the hard way and, and, and make making someone else feel bad because you have a thought that you feel like tweeting. Well, at least you learn <laughs> from it though, because there's some maybe there are some folks out there that don't. And they just continue along with it. So it sounds like you needed a lesson to be learned in your own life, I guess. I guess. <laughs> I, I don't like I what? I don't, <laughs> that was the most like you should be a politician. That was the most generic like admission. You're like, I did something, but I'm leaving out X, Y, and Z details. I'm like, okay. I have to leave out the details <laughs> for very important reasons. I'm trying to like make a Got business it. move with this person now, actually. Oh and my hopefully God. <laughs> Like just randomly search my name in their, in their Twitter and realize that I'm that bitch. So, <laughs> okay. so, so let's keep names out. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, so for we're now. Just gonna move, keep it moving over here. She's like, I right. know business was involved. Damn, girl, you really brought it on. Okay, that's fine. Oh God. <laughs> So Tiffany also linked up with April Jones from Love and Hip Hop Hollywood, who is also very familiar with online trolls. And, you mm-hmm. know, we, we always forget that she is a talented singer. She auditioned for Making the Band, American Idol, the Pussycat Dolls. Yes. And in addition to all that, she's also a, uh, how did Tiffany put it, a radiologist specialist. A, a, right. A radiation Radi- yeah, specialist. A, which which she meant to say that April has a degree in radiation science. Right. Was a, whole, was a part of a whole five-year program, did sonograms, ultrasounds. And I loved this part where it brought Tiffany to bring up how she died three times from cancer. And then she did like a pause and she's like, in another lifetime. <laughs> so I was like, what are you even saying right now? So literally. The right. Thing- and I honestly, I feel like I want to know more about, about that. Like Tiffany's so- past lives. Right. My son, my son being alive really makes me feel a little bit more strongly about reincarnation. Because I'm like, there's no mm. way that this little seven year old kid. Because he has like an old soul, right? Yeah, he's yeah. 
it's it's unbelievable the things that he says to me. He told yeah. me the other day our bond's getting stronger. I think that we need. That's why I think you need to communicate a little better with me. And Whoa. I'm like, what are you talking about? And he brought up one time that I went to left him with his grandma and went to the store without him and didn't tell him where I was going. Whoa. And well, he's keeping tabs on your ass. <laughs> right. Period. So I definitely believe that there's something there, and I want to know. I'm like, you remember your past visits? I need to yeah. know more about this. I can't. Okay. Oh, a man, a stranger once told me that I was a um, warrior princess in a past life. Mm. And I fought across many lands for justice. And he said, I'm That's back awesome. now. Listen, he said, I'm back now. And my tongue is my sword. Your tongue? My tongue. And, I, you know, but is, it's was like. He hitting you, on you? No, it's okay. like your voice, your voice, the words oh, that you say, you know, See, I'm you know the lyrics that I create. Oh, I think, yes. Right. So my voice. Hello. I'm sorry. Yeah, there's power in the tongue, as the Bible would say. Sorry, it's the, been a minute over words. here. That's why I it's got tongue right. in the brain. It's okay. So you much. Know, and you know, I got my procedure and I can't have sex until. Like- oh, easy. <laughs> oh, my God. And I'm just over here struggling. I try to like. Oh, God. Yeah, you ever literally. try to get over someone, but you're like, but the dick. All right. This, this is good. All right. <laughs> Not the dick. That baby right. right. Yeah. I was like, okay. Well, speak, right. speaking of the, the podcast. D, spe- yeah, yeah. Speaking of the D, over <laughs> Tiffany sure it's put It's not it again. Blast. Sorry. Yeah. No. <laughs> Tiffany put Shirley Ralph on blast, who is on our next episode of Brunch mm. with Tiffany. She's like, listen, I'm picking up on some sensual vibes. Are you you are definitely getting banged the right way? And I was like, right. oh my god! I was like, how can you say that to Miss Cheryl? But so I know, and she also was like, yeah, you got that, but don't donk. I feel like that's how she knew. She all was of like, it. yeah, he's hitting that. that right. so we don't stop there uh tiffany Mm -mm. is also disappointed that cheryl didn't have a cameo in the 2006 dream girls movie i didn't even think about that it makes so much sense yeah which starred as we know beyonce jennifer hudson and anika rose and in fact tiffany was so disappointed that she was like listen Whose dick do I have to suck to get you in the film? And da da da. And Cheryl's like, skirt, skirt, miss. Like, right. I, I could get a role on my own. So there's no need to service somebody orally and make out with their crotch on my behalf. So we are good. Exactly. <laughs> I would like to imagine that I can get a role on my own merit. But what was so cute, I loved when they talked about the Moesha reboot because you know, yeah. Brandy was shooting her shots where they had that. Um, the verses. That, the verses. She yeah. was just like, yeah, we need a show. We need this. I'm like, forget Monica, honey. Uh, Cheryl Lee Ralph b- brings up a great point. She's like, she Moesha could come it. back. Everything else is coming back. I'd be here for it. I remember when Moesha came out, I remember skipping the Moesha theme song down the hallway in school. And I remember being excited oh, for the first episode. It. Like, yeah, like oh, singing it I thought and you meant skipping. You skipped over it. I was like, that's the best part. No, I was like <laughs> skipping and singing Mo to the, you know, singing the whole theme song. Yeah. And I remember being excited for the first episode and that show being a part of my life mm. all while it was on. I know. Well, fingers crossed on that because they even looked at the camera and they're like, let's get this going. So let's do it on VH1. Hello. <laughs> Hopefully, hopefully. So right. in the next episode, Tiffany is sitting down with Scrap De Leon, Monet Exchange, and Sonia Morgan from the mm. Housewives, y'all. Mm, 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 mm. It's going to get a little hot and spicy a little bit. It always does, <laughs> especially with Miss Thang over there. All right, right, so on to RuPaul's Drag Race Vegas review, which, by the way, I know in your free cap we mentioned the Emmys. 
Drag Race sweeped up a total of six Emmys this past weekend, making it the most overall awarded competition show in history, including Outstanding Host. Yeah, so RuPaul has won Outstanding Host for five consecutive years, holding the record for most consecutive wins, beating Jeff Probst from Survivor. He previously held the record with four consecutive wins. I said the word consecutive like 80 wow. times. Wow. I mean, I mean, I just want to say shout out to the Emmys for all the love and the mm-hmm. diversity love that we're getting and the historical moments yeah, that we're giving up. Historical moments. Like Shit's Creek sweeping it up left and right over there, too. So a lot of history right. was made at this year's Emmys. Did you happen to so watch good. them? Or? I watched moments. I didn't As watch did the I. show. Right. I yeah. watched moments. I'm a big moments Because girl. I ate an edible that day and I just lost track of my life. <laughs> so, oh, wow. Because it was ridiculous because people were like, oh my God, RuPaul won. And I'm just like, how are these people finding out about this? And right. You're like, how do they know? But Emmanuel, do you know that I've never had an edible? Girl, don't tell me that. I got like 81 gummies ready to fire in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> like, Look, I got my mouth open. I, know, I saw you. You're like trying to catch it. Like we're at a hibachi <laughs> grill with the onions. Like, <laughs> No, yeah. All right. Well, we'll maybe we should do that one episode. Is uh, we'll Oh, that'd one. be fun. We should have did it this week because I'm off work. And so what? I can't be oh, doing edibles are. while I'm working. I mean, okay. So anyways. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm very professional. Don't tell my boss. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right, so on to RuPaul's Drag Race Vegas review. Uh, yes, yes, again, congratulations on the Emmys. But back to Vegas. So mm-hmm. our girls, right? Sadly, there is a separation going on. Literally, Asia is now in her own world and kind of yeah. distancing herself from the group, which you can feel it from the screen, too. And I know I always say that. I'm like, whenever I feel something through the screen, I'm like, oh, this is real. Yeah, that's how you know it's hitting because mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah. So thankfully, her fiance Brett is in town to maybe distract her from things. But in the car ride from the airport, Brett is asking how the show is going, which anybody would. And of course, like, oh, my God, are you having fun with the girls? Because this is the first time that they're all kind of doing this kind of thing. Well, she is sure stuttering quite a bit. Because as we know, since Brett is in town for only two days, we don't want him to get involved with the work-life drama. Right, but even aside from just two days, like, even while he's home, this Mm -hmm. is not a conversation that she's trying to have. She's like, oh, you know, we have so much other stuff to worry about. You need to know about my drama at work, which I feel like, (gasps) your partner... Because I'm just like, maybe she's taking Rue's advice about separating personal and work-life balance a little too literal. Because remember, that whole thing came up with the Naomi and Derek's boyfriend, Nebraska, getting involved in shit. And I was like, I think that's just, like, different. Like, you can vent to your partner about... Well, I vent to everybody about my work life. Like, my mother, my sister, my four best friends, you know, sometimes you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm one of those people that has to, like, talk over and over again to get it out of my system, and then I get over it. So I literally memorize a script in my head 
that I formulate and then I just keep it going. But, but that's good. That's your therapy because some people just keep it all up here no, and no, then no. they flip out. No, yeah, I'm like voice note, FaceTime, whatever needs to happen. Right, happens. I'm like Google. I like I like to write stuff down too. If something <laughs> pisses me off enough, ooh, ooh some, when I die, check my Google Docs. I'm gonna say. Easy. I was just gonna say. <laughs> not, I wasn't gonna say when you die though. I was gonna say I'm gonna hack <laughs> your your Google Drive and see because what's going on in there. if when I'm upset, I have to in order for me to maintain composure. Mm. I sometimes have to just write my thoughts. Okay, and there there might there are some Google Docs in there titled "fuck." And then <laughs> <laughs> I know probably See, some man. Yeah. I'm more of a, ooh, <laughs> I'm more of a, a, a talker. That's why I'm like, Ugh. so Asia again, just trying to keep out the word drama with Brett. Cause we got a busy two days ahead of us. Right. We mm -hmm. have to plan this wedding because they've done nothing yet. And I'm all, that's what? crazy. So visualize so, Asia's like, I want a fairy tale show with things. And when the producer is like, well, what what things are you talking about? There's no real clarity on Asia's the end. The things, right. What the things are, but it's fine. You know, we'll just keep it trucking. And they have that beautiful hotel suite to get their creative juices flowing and to hopefully get their shit together. Right. Okay, so off the jump, we are not on the same page about the first look photo. And if you don't <laughs> know what that is, uh, it's when you... See your spouse, well, not your future spouse for the first right. time. And there's a picture taken on your wedding day of that moment. And I was a part of that for a friend's wedding. And I loved it. I never knew that existed because I right. thought the first time they saw each other was on the aisle. But, you know, I guess these modern day bitches are doing things left and right. Right. And so it's a it. photo. It's a photo op. It's a photo op. But it's so dramatic. I felt like I was a part of like a soap opera telenovela. I what? was like, oh, my God, here we go. Yeah, because my my friend's groom was standing there. Well, her husband now was standing there, but he had his back towards us. And like we were like creeping up from behind and she had the wedding dress. And we're like, all right, fix fix the tits. So we were just like, yeah, let's get it. And then he turned around and that first look, you take a picture. So, so good. Maybe not for everybody. I don't know. I thought it was beautiful, but Asia doesn't seem to need all of this because she's just like, listen, I don't plan on losing my mind anytime soon. So the mental right. images will suffice. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> so now we are. Yeah, off AKA memories. Memories. Yes. But you know, sometimes it is fun to look back and relive it because you have the memory, but sometimes there's something that's captured in a photograph that also brings back that feeling. Because you do have the memory, but, you know, a yeah, picture's I see worth both, a thousand words. I see it both say. ways because you also want that first look to be authentic. And if you know there's going to be a shoot, yeah. there could be You're some. Like, and uh, Right. Because, I mean, angle, come on. Angle? Yeah, I Right. Get it. Exactly. Right. And I just I want to know how you really feel when you're looking at me when I'm about to become your wife forever. As you're like, oh, my God, what if. <laughs> what, what have Meanwhile, I done? <laughs> the night before, you looked at your Google Docs and he's like, <laughs> right, and it's like, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we don't need a picture of that moment. Okay, no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> so, so now Asia and Brett are off ring shopping, and Brett is picking up on some tense energy. And I did like that he did this though, because he's like, can we just reset really quick? Because this is a really important day for us and we don't need to go into this ring shopping with a negative attitude. Right. So we get a nice deep breath and thankfully we get the step in. We are good. I even felt the weight lifted off the shoulders and the rings are looking like fire. I was like, mm -hmm, damn, I need mm -hmm. to catch myself a man so I can right. get the ring up. I know, exactly. I don't even wear jewelry. I, I'm just waiting on that moment. Exactly. You know I, don't what I'm wear, I don't really, <laughs> I don't really <laughs> wear jewelry either. But you know, I got this olive complexion and I'm ready to mm. glimmer over here. But I mean, well, here we are still. Right, here we are. Still doing what we got to do. So, anyhow, we cute. 
I do love that Asia is asking Miss Ringlady, who has been married for 41 years, on any advice that she may have. And I was like, ooh, I don't know if she knew, but she said one of them is to communicate and not holding anything in, which is exactly what Asia has been doing with Brett. Ah! Yeah. I was like, okay, she read y'all. I don't know if right. she knows y'all, but she knew you it. You got totally read, yeah. His last day is upon us. So the first thing Brett wants to talk about is the guest list, which is another important thing. Meanwhile, I'm like taking notes of all this for whenever I get married. Um, So obviously a guest list, very important. So Brett literally has no idea who Asia is trying to invite since his is all squared away. He's like, I'm ready to go. But what's going on with you? And she's like, well, I have a list in mind, but there's some fog on the family front. Okay. I don't know if they're going to come. And we know they aren't as close knit as some families are. Right. And didn't know this either, but she only has one family member's phone number from her dad's side. So I was like, oh, shit. So Brett takes this opportunity because while we're on this topic, we're going to hit Asia with some follow up questions. Okay. Right. Especially surrounding her father passing away because some things aren't clear. And Brett is pointing out, like, listen, this whole guarded nature doesn't need to happen because you have me in your life to navigate through these kind of things. Right. So this does get Asia to open up a bit more on how the last interaction she had with her dad was some friction over her mom's passing and explaining to Brett the reason why she kept this from him is because she doesn't want them going into their union or having kids together worrying about substance abuse or mental health issues. And when she said that, I was like, oh, my God, like I didn't even think about that angle. Cause it's like, you don't want to stress your partner out thinking like, okay, is this going to happen to them? But of course, Brett's like, yo, I don't care. I'm here to pick up what you can handle. And I right. thought that was so and cute. I was like, and this is what I was crying for last week. I said, listen, I think we need to let give Brett an opportunity to see what he can handle and what he can't. Yeah. Talk to your man. Uh, talk to your man. You, y'all are puzzle pieces. <laughs> right. Exactly. And if the, and if that's someone that you can't talk to, I'm not sure if you should be having a union with this. So I loved this. And, and shout out to you, Brett. Mm-hmm. Pick up those pieces. Boo. We love Brett. And then I was yes. literally thinking, I was like, maybe it's time for Asia to open up to him about her issues with Naomi because, you know, that fence is a little busted. Brett can probably bend it. We don't know because the last thing Naomi will do is crawl back right. to Asia since she refuses to honor the behavior that Asia is portraying. But we all know right. it's like a deeper kind of thing. So maybe Brett can help mend that situation. We don't know. But we will find out next week. The behavior that everybody is on board for, though, is this whole Vanjie and Cameron little love affair coming together. There's multiple kisses. Mm. You saw Vanjie was ready to go with those breathmen. She's like, boom, boom. Right. And also, mama came through. It's so much. Yeah, there was a lot going on. (laughs) So I say we get Miss Vanjie on the phone and see what's going on. Yes. Hello. (gasps) <gasps> ring, 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 bitch! Hey! Wrong call. Y'all missed out the number. I'm just kidding. Don't you well, do Well, excuse I'll, the language. I, yeah, I was like, I'll call <laughs> your ass right back. <laughs> don't, don't try it. Did I cross? <laughs> no, no, you're allowed. You could, you could totally cuss You can say here. whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Yes, we just don't want to be calling the wrong person, calling them bitch. Yeah, all of this. <laughs> <laughs> don't get me started. Don't get me riled up. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, you got us riled up uh, because yeah. we saw this little kiss action with Cameron mm. going on here. And we got to ask, what did Mama Annabelle have to say about this? Because right. you know, she was planting those seeds while she was kicking back that margarita. Right. What's the feedback? What happened? You know, let me see what I could. Let me see how I could be politically correct. Yes. <laughs> and how. Okay. I'm going to say. Mama say, Mama say, Mama. Mm, <laughs> this is what the kids. Well, you know. um, I Ooh, guess. So much stuttering. Okay. Right. I didn't expect yes, it. Yes. I got to see how. Because your, your mom wants it to happen. That's what's going on. Yeah. She. Well, yeah. She did. You know, my mom will speak her mind. She's going to say whatever the. You know, whatever she, she was thinks on the Cameron mind. is, you know, she likes Cameron and stuff. And she was like, I, you know, he's a whole And so man. it made me think, like, maybe I should, you know, open up a little bit. Right. No point intended. <laughs> As you should. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, ain't no harm in, like, investigating and seeing what happens, you know. Okay. Ooh. Okay, okay, very, very, mama. Okay, very, mama. I mean, for... hell, everybody kissing, everybody go on dates, just not everybody's getting recorded. And, <laughs> no, you know. You know, what unless I'm you're friends with me, I always record my friends making out just to get a little blackmail. So, <laughs> right now, the real TV. Bo- <laughs> now the right, real right. recording is when you get the sex tapes. Oh, uh, yeah, but that's a different show. That's, that's a different show, that's which your, leads, that's which will only... probably lead you to another show. You know, that's just how it goes. We might be leaking things out, right? But <laughs> I just have to say, the only fans, isn't it? This is totally mm. a plug. I don't know if my mom will approve that one. No, no, no. I don't think so. Nah, yeah, no. Annabelle's like, nah, we good on not only fans. But we did see Cameron look over at Derek terrified because you didn't, you know, he didn't really know how to approach you. And then the whole spin the bottle suggestion came up. But I'm curious, like, did you really have no idea that Cameron was checking for you? Like, was it really like a surprise? Because we saw that you sat right next to him that night. Yeah. Mm. Well, the thing is, you know, it was a little bit of a surprise because we've been on tour together. We've done, you know, we've worked a lot together. And, you know, sometimes I used to have a little cocktail or two and, you know, I start flirting and things. Right. And, you know, she real hard. Like I said, she kind of hard to read. She wasn't really. So by this point, fast forward to us doing the Vegas show when um, I think, I feel like I didn't hear a little word from the mm. one of the girls might have dropped the bug or a little something. Mm. but i didn't believe it you know i'm like bitch it's like the lightness monster you hear a lot about it but you ain't never seen <laughs> right. so i was like girl you're like no, so no. i kind of was really like caught off guard yeah come like bitch you like me now bitch we've been kicking it well, you know, like sometimes feelings have to grow because there's been incidents. No, where... hell no. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I mean, some people work like that. Yeah, some people, for me, I would like somebody in the beginning. And then if I get to know them, it becomes like a friend in my head. You know, like mm. kind of. Oh, you're the opposite. Yes. Yes. Comes... Yeah. I got. Well, I, I mean, regardless whether if you were caught off guard or not, you popped that breath mint in real quick and you were just like, let's get it. So, stay ready, were you expecting a little more tongue action? Because, you know, you had a little face afterwards. You were just like, hmm, you did faint, but it looked like Vanjie went a little more, like a tongue wrestle. Nah! <laughs> no, I think the face was like, 
Because then I realized all the bitches were staring at us. Yeah. Like, oh, yes. Well, we all were, yeah. <laughs> yeah, And that too, that too. So it's like, oh, bitch. I think that's when I realized, oh, the tequila was kicking in. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. And so naturally, you know, I'm sure that made Cameron, who's naturally a little gentleman, a little uncomfortable as well. So he did pull you to the side for a little combo, which actually had you, which surprised me. Because I was like, how you have Miss Vandy speechless? Like, that's what, uh, that's the part of the game I didn't understand. But I'm so curious, like, where are things with y'all today? Because we know that y'all have the drive, the drive and drag Halloween show. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I was definitely gagged when me, when he pulled me to the side. I was like, "Bitch, I don't, you know, I don't." It was a lot to take in real quick, right? And, you know, after dating somebody on camera, like with season eleven, it's like yeah. it's like, you do I really want to? You down know, a lot of thoughts come to me real quick in that one. So I was like, you know, it was right. a little bit of a gag. So where are we today? Now, right now we are in quarantine, and <laughs> at this point, if I would have known we were about to be, how I think we're like seven months into oh it. Oh my gosh! Long, yeah, yeah. I would have fucked them that night. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Hindsight. That hindsight will have you messed up in the game. So hopefully it's not awkward when y'all do the drive and drag Halloween show that's coming up. Yeah, no, no, it's never. I think we both were like with the mindset of like, let's go on a day and let's see and let's, you know, it's not not that deep that yet. I mean, I, you know. Cute. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, you're working on the Kegels too, so. I'm oh, doing yeah. them right now. Oh, I don't know about y'all. <laughs> Man, I'm stay Kegeled up. Stay. And then don't let somebody <laughs> mention it. Then I'm like, oh, you almost caught me slipping. <laughs> Hit it one more time. Hey. <laughs> Get those and thank us later. And there you go. So wait, what did your mom have to say about the Lance Bass looking guy? That you know, when you went out to Charlie's that night, did she have any opinion? Like, ooh, when she saw Charlie's, she was not with it. Uh huh. I need a real. You're like, no, no, no. What the fuck is going on with those lap dances and all this other stuff? And then the Lance Bass, she was just looking like. And I was sitting because I I was watch I go to my mom's to watch it with her to see it. Oh mm-hmm. wow, that's ballsy. Yeah, I'm like I want to see this reaction. But yeah, she was just looking like shaking her head. She's like, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. So that's why an OnlyFans isn't happening. Okay, got it. But what about right. so you did mention you know being on season eleven and the the love interest with Brooklyn there. How, how did your mom love Brooklyn? Was she like all here for it? She, oh yeah, she was in, she was into it. She was until so, you know when you're, you know how parents are when you they see your child get their little heart broken and mm. all that stuff and it becomes like mama bear and right. it's like we don't want and she's like she just pre- uh, protective and doesn't want me to be like you know getting my heart broken. So she's like, of course, yeah. I hope you moved on from that and you know. <laughs> he was great, but maybe there's something better. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right, right. But did you keep uh, Brooklyn on hosting, you know, helping host the uh, Canada's Drag Race? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was watching it and I was living for the uh, shenanigans with the queens over there. I know. It's cute. I like yeah. it. It's a good ass show. But uh, yeah. speaking of moms, now your drag mother, Alexis Mateo, mm. what does she got to say about all this? About the camera thing? About. Everybody. He was like, bitch. I, one of the first questions she said, well, did you get the 
D. Get the D, of course. Right. She was like, <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, she kikis about the boy, or, you know, the queens, and, like, which ones are kids. We, we always have these talks like, oh, who are, you know, who would we go on a date or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well. Wow. She, she just laughs and, like, kikis about it. And um, she understands the struggle, too, of, like, trying to date with, like, being in the, you know, a drag you know, a drag queen, Dan on teeth, um, TV, right. and so many layers to It's this. intersectionality to your dating problems. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow, it's a lot. Yeah, it's a struggle out here just being regular schmegler degla out here in these streets. But I was so excited yeah. when we got to chop it up with Alexis when All Stars was still on air. And we got to learn a little bit about the first night that you got into drag. Apparently, this was not <laughs> something that you were not, that you were into. Uh, had, but there was some cocktails and maybe some strong True. encouragement involved. Tell us True. about that night. Child, oh, it, we had a rehearsal. I think it was one of them. I think Alexis or somebody was getting ready to do a pageant. So we were all together. Then we finished rehearsal and she was like, there's a talent show. They're giving out all this money and nobody's entered yet. Oh, wow. She's like, we're getting dragged. Because you, right. you were dancing for Alexis at first, right? As a boy, yeah. I was yeah. backup dancing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. go dancers. So then <laughs> I was like, oh, like I didn't really, I don't know. Cause I, I don't know, like dancing growing up, I was like trying to butch it up as much as I can. Just cause you know, they were, you know, that's just I, the way we, goes, in the South, yeah. they're like, we want the boys to be dancing like boys mm-hmm. and the girls. It was nothing like, but I never had issues with like bullying or nothing, but you know, that was just me wanting to be whatever. Yeah, so then I got in drag cause uh, as, for the talent show, thinking it was me and my friend um, that also danced um, for Alexis. And Ooh. I was like, okay, if Tykees does it, I'll do it. His name was Tykees. Next mm-hmm. thing I knew, Tykees was shaving and getting in drag. Tykees was like, I'm going to get that money. I don't yeah, know. He was, like, he was into it. I was like, uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> and so then I was in drag, and then um, we did the contest. I did uh, Nicki Minaj, Anaconda. Boom. What? And she was like, you sure you want to do that? It has a lot of words. I was like, oh, no, I know. (laughs) (laughs) And And then, yeah, it was was a key key. And the funny thing is, like, when I was backstage, it was like I could not walk in heels. It was just really weird. And then as soon as the... uh, Song started, I was on stage, bitch, you would have thought I was the only little uh, Miami purple. Oh my goodness, that is so amazing. That is a good, yeah, and the no, rest is history. Boom, that part. Yeah, because now we got you. Yeah, now thankfully we have our Vanjie, and uh, I have to ask so the mermaid doll dress from season 10 that you yes. wore, where is it here? Do you have it? It's somewhere, up in, yeah. We have, I'm about to, um, uh, I'm getting, I'm ordering something to put it into the. I think Coco has it like a. They they have these things where you can hang um shit, but you it's like a box. Yeah, with clear. So basically, I'm gonna get it and I'm gonna hang it up. It's in here somewhere. It's iconic. Yes, okay, get that I was clear like, box. Now let me tell you the tea about that. Yeah. Hit uh, us. When it was season ten, I left that shit behind. I was like, I don't want this shit. <laughs> yes. And then when I came back to season eleven, they had it in the untucked interior illusions, uh, the untucked lounge. Oh. And, yeah, and like, I saw that, I said, oh, bitch. Yeah, and I, like, said, I said, oh, I could sell this on eBay. Uh, yeah, right. Because <laughs> we didn't know at that moment, with the walk back, that how iconic it was going to become. <laughs> yeah, I did not even want it. I'm wow. glad I decided that. What about the green tinsel wig that Naomi's not a fan of? Because she's... <laughs> yeah, looking back, I don't like it either. I mean, it was, I think I used it for like, 
maybe a week and I switched the wig. Got it. I mean, it was an experiment, you know. <laughs> hey, but some bitches out there. But I mean, who did I just wear tinsel? <laughs> Beyonce wore tinsel, but yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a particular taste. I don't know what I was thinking. You know, it I, I like to Sometimes in person, it looks a little better than it appears on camera. You know, sometimes you don't know. Right. Yeah, it was a, it was a choice, and I, I quickly, I had, yeah, I grew out of that one quick. It I, happens. It's all right. <laughs> well, we know that we love you for the light and the the funny that you bring all the time, but we are really into a little bit of this serious side that we're starting to see with you especially with all the bickering amongst the sisters that's happening in vegas so what are your thoughts about the friction between naomi and asia it's a little uh just um honestly when it first happened i was like are these bitches for real right like oh like i didn't know what the hell was going on i was it made me question you know like is this yeah and then it's just a little you know i'm a it sucks because I'm friends with both and it, you know, and I understand definitely like Asia's point with like um, trying to find good friends and like having good friendships and being done wrong. And I'm such a ride or die. Like if I'm your friend, bitch, through hell and high water, I will be there, bitch. If we get in the, you know, I'm that kind of, and I've also experienced like where you have somebody's back 100 and they, they only giving you 20%. Mm. So... I definitely understood when she was like speaking about that. I mean, obviously, I didn't get this. I didn't know about that until watching it. How yeah. she, you know, what was going on. But it's just, you know, it sucks because we're trying to have a good time and Kiki. I wasn't expecting us to. I mean, you know, with shows and stress and all that shit happens, but I didn't think it was gonna get like personal. Like it got broken up. Dressing yeah, room, like, like a whole thing. I mean, honestly, I'm like, how you gonna ask who the weakest link? Right. And they don't like the answer. Right. That, that's <laughs> what, I don't mean, who that was asked, a like, I don't, I'm the, like, I don't become, like, if you compare yourself and ask yourself, and ask people shit like that, you have to you be prepared. Right. Up. If you fix your mouth up to ask that question, there was no, there's no right answer to that question. So you were being a little shady because now you wanted to put Asia against somebody else. Right. Because, and then on now, top of that, Asia answered it real pageant, like, real as good as she could, like, she said, well, in terms of, like, rehearsals right. and, like, oh, us yeah. preparing for the show, like, she gave us, like, a cookie-cutter, like, a good answer. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, like, then I'm sure it's watching it back and, like, I'm the kind of person, like, if I'm in the dressing room with two other hoes and there's something wrong or, like, you know, I'm going to at least give you the respect to be, like, Mary, I don't know what's going on these past few... I mean, you can still do it on camera. I get we're recording or whatever. Who the bitch to the... You know, oh, schedule a record and say we gotta meet up. We I gotta address something. Right. Yeah. Let her know, woman to woman, oh man, you know, drag queen to drag queen. This is what the tears you uh, you know, whatever you're doing in the dressing room. You know, at least give the person the opportunity to correct it. Mm-hmm. And then if she don't, then go off and, and read the dog shit out of her. Yeah. But <laughs> I know. We got but know, there, there was a lot going on. There was uh, a lot. Yeah, and and Asia. I don't know if they really clarified or showed why she was like having her little, like her moments about, you know, outbursting and getting upset. But like preparing for the show, um, she has, is the only one with like a legit script. Mm. The rest yeah. of us are kind of able to freestyle and, and we don't yeah, have a She mentioned she has like eight different scenes. The rest of y'all have three and there, yeah, there's and a little like more the pressure group, on, She's like uh, yeah. leading the show to, and you know, and so they, there's more and pressure. Yeah, and on set they were messing up the people like the uh, the tech crew. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every day was messing up her part. And we know, and we know that the only person that the critics are going to talk about is not going to be the stage crew. It's not going to be a hand. It's going to be, gonna Asia. be Asia. So I understood why she was like telling the person like, are we going to be able to do it today? And let it, yeah, she's a little bit upset and hostile, but you also have to put yourself in her shoes and be like, but that's me as a Libra. I'm like, you know, I get it. And I have a lot <laughs> right. of respect for Us Geminis them. are like that too. Perspective. We see the different perspectives. Yeah. All of the perspectives. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> we see in uh, this week's finale, right? So you go on your first day with Cameron and there's a little FaceTime with Silky, which by the way, I'm happy to see that you and Silky are still tight. I don't know if you remember, but for oh. season season eleven revealed, I was there with y'all, and the both of you the, were late because we were out at the bar, and I the was revealed. getting yeah for season eleven. You were in New York with Silky and all of your season eleven queens. Like was it was after the live. Yes, it was after the live, and we were at the bar, and I was getting everybody drinks, and I was group chatting the both of you. I was like, hi. What's going on? You're like, oh, I'm sorry. I have to jump over here and I have to jump over here. I go, well, I just bought everybody drinks. So you just missed out on that. So peace out. But I knew we were bad. <laughs> yeah, no, that, like, I will tell you, that means in a period we really did, like, we were real friends. Like, we, mm-hmm. that was all real on TV, bitch. We were ride or die. I was like, girl, I'd rather see me and my two real sisters on the, uh, at the end. You know what I'm saying? Like, we right, do a bond for real because you can still compete and create real friendships. And, you know, like, me helping somebody, or we didn't even really help. Like, we helped each other, like, maybe talking and, like, uh, mentally helping each other. Of course, other. yeah. Right. But You're there somebody for emotional else's journey support. is not going to change minds. You know what I'm saying? Of course, yeah. So I was very happy to see that. So she literally lives, like, right above you, which I died over. I was like, that's amazing. Yeah. Child. Like, any other. <laughs> but we all, we moved. That was, like, a while ago, and we all moved. Oh, okay. But we still in LA, but and we, you know, we kiki all the time. We always cut up. All right, all right. So what yeah, else is going on in the world of Vanjie or Jose, actually? Because right. personally, I want to see Vanjie on Dancing with the Stars. Oh, I'm here for it. Oh, I would slay. I I know you would. Give me tap dance. I will be tap dancing like Happy Feet. I will be tango the house down like Adam Family the Morticities. I will be doing. I'm putting it out there because I've been watching this current season. I'm like, yo, if Vanjie was on here, it'd be it's a wrap. I'm gonna if, t- I, if they got Carol Baskin, they can put my ass on there. There you go. I didn't kill nobody. That part. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. 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 There you go. I got your back. I got your back. But yeah, <laughs> what else, what else is going on in the world of Vanjie and Jose? I'm trying to do as much as I can, and like, I mean, right now with all the pandemic and the pandemonium and the craziness. Mm. It's a lot of virtual stuff and a lot of, so it's a little different for me because I'm a, I, you know, I'm a real touchy-feely person. I like yeah. to see people, yes. connect, chat, cut up. Let's, you know, that's where I vibe with. So it's a different um, angle that we have to play the game. But um, I'm trying to do as much as I can. I want to get on American Horror Story. Oh, shit. My, okay. Ryan Murphy, I'm coming down. I'm telling you, we, I'm going to be on there. In <laughs> drag or out, whatever you want it. Right. Um, you know, I'm knocking on every door trying to see if I can give me a blessing. If not, I'm coming through the window and I'm accepting all the blessings that I can. Boom. I've never in a million years would have thought of what, however old I am, 29, 10, 28, uh, my birthday's on October 3rd, which is coming up. Oh my God. 
Mm-hmm. Happy early birthday. Right. Thank what are you, you. going to do? Thank you. But yeah, I've been trying to do as much as I can. I've, I'm doing uh, the driving tour with Brandon, and I've been um, mm-hmm. blessed with a lot of amazing opportunities. Uh, Rihanna was, um, she wrote to me the other day because I did a review on her skincare, and she was like, this is money. Wow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I, said, I was coming for the YouTube hoes. <laughs> and she was laughing. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, I'm just All right, well, trying that's to good. get my feet wet and touch about. I'm trying to do a little bit of everything, you know. No, as you should, as you should. All right, well, we're just gonna put it all up in the universe, and uh, no, we're good. So, right. thank you, literally, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us because we know that you're busy. Mm-hmm. So, hopefully, we'll catch you at the drive and drag. And thanks for being here. Mm-hmm. Have fun. Yes. Yes. Thank you, guys. Uh, no, thank you so I much for your time, you. and I'm sure we'll chat soon, baby. For sure. Love you guys. I thank you. Be safe. Yes. You too. Same Bye, to deuces. You. Peace out. Bye. Bye. So that went exactly how I thought it would. Oh, my goodness. Did you love it? Because I know you're a new fan of Miss Vanjie, right? I'm a new fan because of you. And I sort of wanted to like, I wanted to be like, Vanjie, I mean, Easy is a big fan. And I love you because Easy loves you. And Easy is always <laughs> talking about an opportunity that will be great for you. All of this. Like, All oh, this. my goodness. <laughs> right. We but yeah, I love, love Vanjie. We love Vanjie. And definitely, I, I am like a big fan because I knew about Vanjie before I really knew about Vanjie through. Mm-hmm. And there you go. So I'm happy to bring that full circle for you and get Vanjie mm. on the phone. But yeah, that was no, so, so good. RuPaul's Drag Race Vegas review. We have the finale this week, and obviously news is breaking that COVID 19 that the show has to get shut down, mm-hmm. which clearly has affected the world. So should be an interesting finale, Miss Thing. So guess yes. what? We're at the close of another podcast. Yes, we are. Your favorite part. So what are we dedicating today's podcast to? Oh, all right. Ah. Okay. And listen, there's so many things, especially, you know, with Miss Tiffany chatting with all these folks this week and her having all of her shenanigans. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, we just chatted with Miss Vanjie on the line. We so sure did. I think that that's going to help me narrow it down. Give me a little drum roll, please, and I'll have it together by the time you're done. And here we go. <laughs> Y'all, I have got to dedicate this week's episode to the moment when Naomi covered that mannequin's ears when Cameron (laughs) spilled the beans about the little crushy crush. crush. But that cat was out the bag, and and Naomi was like, what was sad? Cover these mannequins' ears. Oh, that was so good. I loved it. I loved it. I was so here. That was I was definitely here for that. You always gotta love our drag drag race queens for giving us those. Beautiful moments. So I know nice it's love. Dedication. so good. It's good dedication. Because last week I feel like I got a little heavy and I got like a little preachy. But this week I wanted to keep it light. That's and all cute. right. You know, we got to try to show both sides of our personality. Oh, like you're we right. said to Vanjie, like you always right. give us the fun moments, but we have a serious side too, okay? Right. You're right. Somebody don't, said that don't to me. Don't play actually. me for a joke. Ooh, I'm kind of like way? talking to a dude and he was like kind of going through something. And I was like, oh, what's up? And he's like, well, I don't know if I could really talk to you about it because you give me a lot of vibes, but not like a serious one. I'm like, oh! what? Wow. I go, first of all, sir, we're still getting to know each other. So how about you take a seat and wow. let me get my serious on? I was like, serious Susan is here. And there what? you go. So anyways, all right. So that is a wrap. <laughs> that <laughs> was so great. Is that actually what you said? Because I'd be like, all right, great, sir. You're... Yeah, no. <laughs> be like, serious exactly. Susan, serious sit Susan. down. <laughs> <laughs> like, case in point. I can't take you seriously. <laughs> 
Lord. All right. So that is a wrap on episode 74 of VH100. Please make sure to subscribe, comment on iTunes, and remember to spread the word. That's Luigi, right. What are and the of, social handles? That's right. And of course, be sure to follow the official Instagram pages for VH1, Brunch with Tiffany, and RuPaul's Drag Race. And y'all, put the at in front of all that or there will be no connection now serious susan put your um <laughs> at serious susan yeah, I know. If you want. <laughs> yeah if you want to find me i'm at easy manoli that's easy m-a-n-o-l-i that's right and i'm at i am l-a june like the month baby exactly and again since we're getting all social be sure to use your voice and bring justice for brianna taylor jacob blake george floyd and countless others and that's right and to anyone else who has fallen victim to police brutality we stand with you and send love and light to the families and like we said at the top of the podcast make sure you are registered to vote and let's get this thing going and if you're listening to us thank you so so much for your time and we will catch you next week so have a great day everybody yes vh100 is brought to you by vh1 and revolver podcasts